The SportsZilla Show. Daddy's watching a very important Mid-Atlantic Hockey League Conference semifinal do-over game. Hold the black label, Mabel. The Utica Mohawks beat Mavuda says broken through the top defense. He winds up for the shot, and Delacroix slides in front. You're supposed to be spending time with your daughter. I will when it's not sports season. I just want to know how the game ends. And this game is over! Unbelievable! You'll never see anything like that again. Here at Utica's Kill Quick Rep Poison Arena. What was the score? Once again, today's final score <laughs> is already in the books. Good night. Oh! It's the Sportzilla Show on ESPN Radio Utica Rome. Here's Rain, Scoop, and Matt. Angelo, Angelo, come on, come on. Let's do this. He, he always grabs the mic first. He gets his chance to talk. I like the new hashtag I just saw pop up, Blue Sox Nation. we got to pump that out there for everybody, right? Talk to him. Absolutely. Uh, Blue Sox Nation, uh, it's a lot of fun down at the field. You guys got to come out and see these guys. They're working hard, having fun. Well, we got two walk-offs in the last three home games, so you don't want to miss this. I know it's hot, but come on down. It's the it's the big rival tonight. It's you got the big rival tonight, so I'm kind of excited. This Absolutely. this is the key matchup of the season. We so owe them far. some payback too, don't you think Absolutely. so? It should be a good game tonight for sure. All right, you back to the, anything else? Anything U- else? Utica Zoo night. Tonight. What's you got? Utica Zoo night. We do have the Utica Zoo coming tonight. Uh, come down, and join them. Anything we'll else? There. I think that's it for now. I put him on the spot. He knows I'm going to do it, but I put him on the spot every time. Tuesday night, we got another home game. Uh, What's a better way to kick off the 4th of July? Come down to a Blue Sox game. Absolutely. And man, is it Florida hot weather. So it's a SportsZilla show on ESPN Utica Row. My name is Rain Matt Page. Hello. Hello. It's uh, Bobby Bonilla Day. It is. NBA Free Agency Day. I jotted that down. A lot of days. Canada Day. $1.1 million for Bobby Bonilla and his family, of course, from the New York Mets. And the worst deal ever signed in Major League Baseball history until 2035. Yes, exactly. 2035, he gets a million dollars. How do you think, what do you think he does like when he wakes up on July 1st every day? Uh, Goes to the mailbox. Yeah. (laughs) Checks in the mail. No, I'm getting that direct deposit. I'm not even waiting and going. No, actually, no, I want to check. I want to go to the bank and cash that every July 1st. Scoop's also here. Hello, Scoop. Good. Uh, well, it's still morning. Good morning, I guess. It's late morning. So uh, as we've been doing since the beginning of the season, since what, June 1st, when the season started, it's been about a month now, uh, we've been welcoming members of the Utica Blue Sox, and we've done that again. So Troy Nab is here and Cameron Feltz, uh, Feltz are here. Scoop, what have you been seeing? You've been to more games than I have, so talk to me. Well, an 8-7 win last night, but the frustrating thing from the Blue Sox, probably vantage point, was the ninth inning. I mean, it had a shutout going, and then seven runs uh, in the top of the ninth. But, you know, to your credit, you guys stayed energized. The one thing I like about you guys is you, you've definitely got a camaraderie. There's like a team energy there. You can see it along the dugout. You know, it, it could have been real easy to, to to feel down at that point in time. But they hung in there. And then, you know, an exciting walk-off game, as Angelo alluded to, Um I do think against that very same team, we were victimized by some bad umpiring earlier in the week when we were one pitch away from uh, winning a game against uh, Adirondack. I think that was Tuesday night, Angelo. Or Wednesday night. I think oh, was, it was it Wednesday yeah. night? And uh, then everything fell apart. Well, there's some bullpen issues probably a little bit. But I think everybody's, you know, everybody uh, still is gelling as a team. You know, everybody's got to, you guys have to get used to playing on grass, not using aluminum bats. This is a, this is a, a different uh, kind of league. I just think that they got lucky. That's all. And J- my, my boy JT <laughs> is struggling a little bit after dominating for a while. Uh, but let's let these guys talk a little bit about that. 
you're not scared, man. It's one game. It's baseball. You, you got to wake up the next day and move on to the next one. So let's let's see what you have to say first of all. Come on up there. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that, by the way. Yeah. I uh, As a pitcher, I mean, I come out every fifth day because I'm a starter. So after my start, I think about that start every every single day after that to see what I have to do to prepare myself for the next start. And um, I just try to get better and better each day and then go from there. What do you do when you're watching uh, another team come back late in a game like that? What are you thinking? Are you just encouraging your, your teammates? Yeah, I mean, basically, if I'm not on the mound, I just encourage my teammates to do whatever they can do to get out of the out of the inning or win the game. Um, I mean, it's baseball. Things happen. Uh, I've seen teams come back from eight runs down, score 11 runs in one inning to win the game. It's, it's the craziest thing, but... Um, you just got to keep pushing through it and grind through it. This is Troy Rab, and uh, where are you from? I'm from Daytona Beach, Florida. So you're used to this weather. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't bother you in the slightest. I mean, it's still hot, but this I'm is like 75 it. for the rest of us for him. He's just, it's just kind of. <laughs> you do get used to it though. Yeah, don't yeah, you? yeah. Sure. Yeah. So Cameron, what's up with you, man? Uh, how are you feeling about last night's game? He's a Texas guy, so he's used you're to used this to weather the heat, too. You're used to the heat too. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, last night was a little nerve wracking. I'll be honest, but it was it was all right. Um, I knew we were going to get the outs as they came, uh, being in center field, just watching it kind of unfold a little bit that last inning. You know, I kind of just had to have patience, but as soon as we got back in the dugout, uh, you could just feel the energy in the dugout. So. Can you see the signs from center field, and do you kind of know what they're going to throw, and are you ever sitting there going, no, don't throw a breaking ball there? Like, uh, yeah, you ever do that like where you want to yell out, but you know you kind of can't because you don't want anybody to hear it? Yeah, I, well, I can't really see the signs as much, but I see where the catcher's setting up. And so you know location. Yeah, I kind of can just go off of that, and so I kind of know what's coming, what to expect. But do you kind of ever do you ever want to go like no 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 this guy hits a low inside pitch really well or something like that? I had a feeling that first that uh, batter last night kind of sketched me out a little bit, and obviously um, he put one out the yard and kind of was shaking my head a little bit, but yeah, I knew we'd we'd. Get that in, get out of there. So Coach Martinez, I, I love his personality during the game because he will always go and talk to the ump about a questionable call. He won't exactly yell at the guy, but he will talk to him definitely. What does he tell you guys that he that he's going to do that, or he just goes and does that? Uh, he just goes and does it, really. Um, he doesn't really have to come to us. Uh, he, he just does the talking for us if there's a close call, you know. He doesn't like, uh, he always says, don't be the umpire for ourselves, and... Okay. Kind of gives us an easy time. What did he say to you guys before the bottom half of the ninth inning last night? Did he say anything? Uh, he didn't have to say much. No, not at all. We were just thinking, get some guys on base, and it could, it could happen. String together way. some hits and, and get the run and win the game, which you did, which was exciting. It was fun. You know, the thing that I hear from everybody that's been in for the past month or so talking to us from the Utica Blue Sox is that this team, even though, and we've all talked about this, we talked about this with Coach Martinez, you got a few days when the team gets together at the beginning of the season, but the camaraderie and the bond within the team has has been there from the get-go. Everybody seemed to mesh and gel really well, and we always like to get kind of your opinion on how you feel about that because it seems to be a consensus so far. Everybody gets along, and I know it's, it's every day there's a game and there's not a lot of downtime, but what do you guys do away from 
this, you know, away from the stadium and, and on your own free time to get away from baseball, even if it's for an hour or two or to grab dinner or lunch or video games. Yeah. What do what you guys, I, what do you guys do? And, and does everybody kind of get along off the field? Yeah. Um, for the most part, everybody gets along, um, in our locker room, actually before the game, we get there a few hours early and, um, they like us to play pool or ping pong or darts or stuff like that to like get to know each other and be around each other more and feel each other out. Yeah, that's a great idea. To play more as a team instead of just as an individual. But what about video games? We want to know. Uh, Fortnite. Is it that's Fortnite? About, Is that about, the thing? Is yep. it still the thing? All right. What about you, Cam? Uh, I'm not too big on the Fortnite. I'm not a Fortnite guy. Me, me I, neither. I can hear them yelling in the dorm. <laughs> so uh, it's a little entertainment. Um, Nah, the the ping pong is fun. Uh, whoever's the DJ that day um, has a stereo in the locker room. And uh, who's the worst uh, DJ on the team? Oh, uh, John Casper. <laughs> John, is he playing country music, or is that acceptable in the locker room? Yeah, it's just it's just like rap, but it's the same song. Almost. So who's the worst ping pong player? Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Isaiah Torres. Who's the worst? Who's the worst? Let's give it back here. Who's the worst Fortnite player? Oh, man, that one's hard. Probably uh, Judd Sparks. Who talks the best smack when you're playing, though? Colton Bender. Yeah. For sure. Who's the, who's the uh, who's kind of risen up to be the unofficial leader and captain of the team in the clubhouse? I know that you all get along, but there's always kind of one guy. I don't know if it's necessarily that he's the most vocal, per se. but Or, or per, maybe there's a couple guys. Yeah, le- yeah, I'd love to hear that. I'd love to find out your guys' opinion on that. Uh. Probably Khalid Cox. I mean, he keeps us energized all yeah, the time. We, yeah, uh, we had him in here. He's awesome. Yeah, he, he's a good guy. Uh, he just, you know, me and him always are chatting it up in the outfield. So, I mean, I guess we keep each other level-headed. And then when we get back in the dugout, I mean, it's just smooth sailing from there. We can just talk everything out. So Now, I know you guys talk, will talk a lot of baseball with the coaches, obviously. Uh, you with Doug, for example, obviously he's your pitching coach. Uh, but Or Ben or even Coach Martinez, but do you guys talk baseball amongst yourselves? Do you guys talk the game a lot, or do you just let it go when you leave the field? Yeah, I mean, usually we talk about uh, our favorite teams, um, what's happening during the season and stuff like that. I mean, I mean, everybody loves baseball on our team, so I mean, we're not just going to leave it after we leave the field. I mean, you do have some people who, are, who like don't really want to talk about it, but... For the most part, everybody talks about baseball all the time. You guys were saying Khalid Cock is kind of like a leader. I can definitely see that just from the stands. Every time someone does a nice play, he's usually the first one out of the dugout to go greet that person and give him a high five or whatever. And I've seen that you've done the same thing as well, Cameron. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know, uh, it's just been a big part of our, uh, I guess, model these past few games, and I guess this past week, uh, just having fun, enjoying our time out there. I mean... We got one more month. Uh, it's going to be a good crack at it. And um, just to go after and get some wins. ESPN Utica Rome, this part of the show, Scoop, Rain, Mad, and Troy Nab and Cameron Feltz of the Utica Blue Sox. We are halfway through the season, essentially. You're one month into this. Uh, what was the biggest adjustment? I'd like to hear both of you comment on this. The biggest adjustment to playing here, getting used to playing here, as opposed, as opposed to playing for your respective colleges? Um, probably the biggest adjustment would be the weather. The weather definitely plays a big role because, like, in Florida, it rains a lot and it's hot a lot. So in Florida, you don't really know when you're going to get to play because of the rain. But up here, I mean, it has only rained a couple times, and 
if it doesn't rain, it's nice, perfect weather for me. So I kind of enjoy it. It's so nice you would cool. have the, 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 you always hear about the typical Florida afternoon rain, mm-hmm. thunderstorm. So that would cancel a lot of your games. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like last year, I played in the, in the Florida League and we had like 50 games. And I think we played 32, maybe because most of them got canceled. You got to yeah. love 75 degrees then to play some baseball. Oh, yeah. It's got to be oh, fantastic. Yeah. It's awesome. just the comfort level is unbelievable. Um, yeah. I would say just, you know, playing every day. Uh, I know when, when we're at college, you know, you get the few days off, get to go to class, um, rest your body a little bit. Um, but you but, got a busy week ahead. I mean, it's like almost every day you're playing this week, you know. Yeah, but, I mean, that's what we dream about um, as, as kids and as um, college guys now, just playing every day. Um, and then uh, playing right field from school and now playing center field. But, I mean, I've loved center for a long time, so it's always it's always fun to be out there. Have either of you guys went against any of your college teammates yet at all in this league? Um, I have not. There's a couple kids in our conference from uh, Mohawk Valley. Okay. Um, but actually, there's one kid on our team, Cole Haybig. He's from my college. So okay. That's who I came here with. Where'd he go? Nice. Uh, Embry-Riddle. Okay. Embry-Riddle, yep. What about the wood bats? Is that an adjustment? I got to ask. I ask everybody because it's, um, it's just different. The sound is different. The feel is different. Everything's different about it. Yeah, uh... It's it was a little bit of a switch, but um, I thought I'd break more of them for sure. Only broke two, so feel feeling lucky. Um, but I like the feel of them. It's uh, I mean, not as lasting, I guess, as the aluminum bats, but the wood bats. They, I love it. Do you notice a, a difference in how maybe carry that you'll get when you when you hit with a wooden bat? Is the describe the difference in the feel? Um, I guess you can tell more when you get the sweet spot. I think with aluminum bat, you can almost, um, still hit a pretty good jam shot out into the outfield, uh, with a wood bat, it might die pretty fast. What do you prefer? Uh, Cause there's the traditional aspect of, you know, it started with wood bats, yeah. but then again, even, even my generation, I'm a little bit older than you guys. I'd never played with a wooden bat. I always used aluminum bats. I'll, I'll take wood over aluminum, honestly. Really? That's a great... I love to hear that answer. I love to hear that answer. Scoop? So you talk about baseball. Uh, you're fans of baseball. Who are your favorite players, and what are your favorite teams in the in the major leagues? Uh, my favorite team would be the Boston Red Sox, and my favorite player would probably be Mike Trout. And, well, my favorite pitcher, since I'm a pitcher as well, would be uh, Marcus Stroman. Okay. All right. And then uh, you can. Didn't he just get his first win? I think he just came back and just got his first win of the year, like a day or two ago. Am I right on that? What's that? So yeah, he's struggling a little bit, but he—I think he'll turn around. Yeah, he's good. He's, he's got really great good. stuff. Got good stuff. Absolutely. Uh, I'm a Red Sox fan as well. Um, <sighs> I grew up a Ichiro Suzuki fan, though. That would be my like idol of a player that's for sure. Okay, so who are the Yankee fans on the team? There's got to be like some uh, back and forth between. A, if you guys are Red Sox fans, there's got to be some back and forth with some Yankee guys, or, or maybe there isn't a Yankee fan on the team. Yeah, I know we got a few Mets fans. Uh, oh, I, think, I feel uh, bad for them right now. I think Torres <laughs> is a is a Yankees fan though. Isaiah Torres. Yeah, it's uh, it was it's cr- eight to one the other night, yeah. and then like what was it forty five to nothing yesterday? That was horrible. That game. I, you know, as a Yankees fan, I'm going to go off on this early. I These know guys are pumping their fists. Yeah, I'm like, God. They, they were digging that. I know I know, Sonny Gray. The second I yeah. knew he was starting that game, I'm like, they're going to lose that game. You but just, did, you, did you expect it by that much, though? He has, 
I've got, we'll talk about this in detail later, but he's literally one of the worst starting pitchers in the, the history of the Yankees, and that's saying something. He's just, <laughs> he just can't get it done, and especially he falls apart against the Red Sox. He just cannot pitch against the Red Sox. Pressure situations, he's toast. He's a guy that's got to play in a small market. I'm sorry, I'm done. Are you? Are you? Oh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm over it for now. We'll move. We'll move on. He purged a little of that. Yeah. yeah. A little of that pain came out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've, I've got to. I, I'm going to get torn apart when we have Alex Kahn on to yes. talk Major League Baseball in just a few minutes. So uh, we're hanging with Utica Blue Sox. This is the Sportzilla Show on ESPN Utica Room. You guys want to talk a little bit uh, more with us? Hang out for another segment? We can let you go if you've got something planned, but we, we kind of maybe we'll talk a little NBA free agency and get that started with these guys because I'm sure you're fans of other. No? I don't know about that. No, nothing? What about you? I'm not. I'm just rooting for the Miami Heat every year. All right, we'll we'll let you go then. We'll let you go. So this is the Sportsville Show on ESPN Utica Rome. Thanks to Troy Nab and Cameron Feltz. Get over to the game tonight. Utica Zoo night. Utica Zoo night.